Hi, how's it going, everyone? My name is Glenn Gare. I am founding director of evolutionary studies at the State University of New York at New Paltz. And I also am a founding member of the Northeastern Evolutionary Psychology Society, or NEEPS. And I'm currently a member of the executive board at NEEPS. And we recently agreed that we were going to make a podcast. We're calling it the NEEPScast. Um, and uh, really just to give people a sense of who we are, um, what our society is about, and just to sort of let, let the public know what's going on in the world of NEEPS. So this is the very first episode of the NEEPScast, and I am here um, in New York, and I am talking to my good friend Joel Wade, who is in uh, Pennsylvania right now. Um, Joel is the co-chair of psychology and presidential professor of psychology at Bucknell University. He is president of NEEPS and he is just starting his second term as president of NEEPS. So welcome, Joel. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Very excited about having you on the show. Oh, thank you. Um, so the, uh, in the acronym NEEPS, Northeastern Evolutionary Psychology Society, has evolutionary psychology sort of in the center of it. Um, and it's a society dedicated to that particular um, approach to psychology. So maybe tell us a little bit regarding what is evolutionary psychology and why do you think it's important? Okay. That's a really good question, a good place to start. For me, uh, evolutionary psychology really represents and a, a, the, the intersection between um, social behavior and biology in the sense that, that uh, it allows you to, to see the biological underpinnings of social behavior, the biological motivations for social behavior, these motivations that aren't, um, let's say, consciously known, they aren't part of our conscious awareness, so that's how I that's how I tend to think of, of evolutionary psychology adaptations based on um, biology designed to to uh, have us uh, uh, successfully deal with with environments, save ourselves, save other people, reproduce things like that. Excellent. So one of the concepts you put out there was the idea of adaptation, which I think is very central to the idea of evolutionary psychology. Yes. Um, so what would be uh, maybe an example of a psychological or a behavioral adaptation? So that, that, that would be a clear example, <clears throat> maybe for people who are not familiar with the, the general idea to be able to access. Well, there, uh, for example, um, there are numerous adaptations that, that um, influence our mate selection. That is, um, both men and women tend to focus on certain characteristics um, inmates that would lead to to longer let's say excuse me I shouldn't say longer but will lead to to healthy lives uh, produce uh, healthy offspring uh, will, will, will basically um, enhance their survival as well as the survival of the partners and these aren't things that that people would normally be aware of if you ask them so excellent excellent so yeah, so I think um, adaptations related to the mating domain are very central in the field. <clears throat> and that leads well to my next question because I'm uh, interested in some of your particular research. And I know that you've done a lot of research on the topic of mating in your work. So maybe if you could speak to um, either an upcoming research project or a current research project, something that uh, excites you 
and something that maybe um, you might present at NEEPS or have presented at NEEPS. Yeah, well, as you mentioned, a good deal of my research deals with, with mating, mate selection, mate attraction. So uh, a research that I, that I find really interesting is, is the research I do on flirting. That is, if you're trying to attract a mate for the short term or you're trying to attract a longer term mate, that is somebody that you um, would consider marrying, uh, um, you know, living with, et cetera, for a long period of time, how would you let that person know that you're interested in them? So, and, I, and some of the earlier research with um, students looked at nonverbal aspects of this, um, but the more recent stuff is focused on um, things that you would actually say and things that you would actually do. And we expected that there would be differences among men and women. And of course, we did find that there are differences among men and women. Basically, what we found was uh, actions that men do that suggest that they are committed, willing to commit, um, uh, are altruistic, are going to, to sacrifice to help the partner, things like that were perceived as far more effective than, than other types of actions. Mm. And uh, for women, it was actions that suggest that, that uh, there could be sexual access for the male actions that also suggest that that uh, she cared and and um, uh, was interested in, in in commitment also so a bit of a sex difference there but a sex difference that would be predicted by um, evolutionary psychology specifically if we looked at parental investment we looked at some other uh, um, um, theories and aspects too so that's been a lot of fun to do I've done a, done a few studies on that what uh, I'm currently doing is trying to do some cross-cultural work on that. That is, I have colleagues in Norway who are collecting data. Uh, we're using basically the same questionnaire. It's modeled after these earlier studies I mentioned, um, looking at, at things people would say and the actions that they would take. And what we intend to do is do a comparison to see if Norwegians and Americans find the same things effective. Now, expecting that there will be a bit of a, a cultural difference because the Norwegian culture um, uh, is a bit different than the U.S. culture. That is, the um, uh, sex roles in the Norwegian culture are, are, are let's say, different from uh, conventional sex roles in the U.S. That is, women, women behave in a, a sort of different uh, um, fashion than women in the U.S. typically do. So we're just getting underway with that. We have the data for the Norwegian sample, and now uh, we're starting to collect the data for the American sample. So that's something I'm really looking forward to, because uh, um, anthropologists argue that, that flirting is uh, universal. Mm -hmm. So this gives us an attempt to, or gives us a chance to see if indeed uh, there is any use of universality here, just among these two cultures. Now, it would be nice to also, uh, in the future, include some some other cultures. So that's a very great with the flirting. And then I have some other stuff I'm going to be presenting in Paris with, with uh, some colleagues uh, in March looking at competitive flirting. That is, if you're trying to, and this is specifically looking at women, we haven't looked at men, but if you are trying to um, get a guy to notice you, to, to interact with you, but there's also another woman that's trying to get this guy to interact with her. How do you go about competing? That is, what would you do to let this woman know that that 
you have your eye on this guy and that and that she should should step down so um that's some work that that as i say uh we're going to be presenting at, um uh in an international conference in paris in march so, wow so it's been that, a lot of fun the flirting stuff has been been a lot of fun to do that's great and i know you spoke with some of my students here at new Paltz about that research um just last april at the as part of the NEEPS conference activities. Yes. My students were absolutely um, inspired and intrigued by everything that you were talking about. Um, so that leads to my next question, which gets a little bit more at the NEEPS experience itself. Um, so you've been a member of the, of the NEEPS uh, Society for since the beginning in 2007. I believe you came to the very first conference. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember. We, we, we were a small group, but, but it was, there, there was great stuff. Yeah, there was there was good energy and a lot of people interested in, in making it happen. So yeah. maybe if you could uh, speak a little bit about your perspective on two things, on sort of the history of NEEPS and also um, how NEEPS is um, conceptualized in terms of connecting with students. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, um, NEEPS is, is this unique organization and, and of course you were the, the founder and first president and so we're ever so thankful for for that and your vision on that but uh NEEPS is, is um uh this unique society of course it's the first regional first regional uh offshoot of the human behavior and evolution society and it was really great that they were supportive and still are supportive of us so and it allows uh, um those of us with an evolutionary psych focus or evolutionary behavior focus in the Northeast to, to get together and talk about our research and, and, and um, present things yearly. And, and it's, it's the, the group has grown so much over the years, very, very interesting, talented people involved. Um, the goal I think has always been to, to be supportive of one another's, research one another's efforts. It's a um, fairly diverse group. I mean, we've, we've had uh, international folks. We have members uh, uh, that aren't only in the Northeast. We have some international members. We, you know, we have gender diversity. We, we starting to get some ethnic diversity and, and that's of course going to continue. So um, it's, 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 it's this wonderful little group that, that, I, get, I suppose one way to think of it is it's almost like a tribe in the sense that that um, everyone tends to be quite supportive and and uh, looking to be supportive and help people with their research. And with that in mind, there's a big um, emphasis on being student friendly. That is, students doing presentations, students doing posters, students taking on some some roles in the uh, conference with uh, support and help from faculty mentors. The conference has been really great in in uh, helping people get their career started, uh, uh, being supportive of people who are going up for promotion, people who are are uh, on the tenure track, things like that. It's it's a really uh, uh, affirming system mm -hmm. in the sense that that. Um, it's one of those conferences where you always feel energized when you come out of it because there's such great energy and there's such really interesting uh, research there. I'm always floored when, when at the conferences when uh, some of the presentations that, that uh, just are, are 
among the students are just really amazing and that and and also among our faculty colleagues so we we we're, we used to say we're the little society that that um, um, can, so to speak. But 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 now we or, or we, we used to think of ourselves as this little society. But now we're we we're we're not so little anymore, and we 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 get things done. Yeah. I mean, we've had some of the biggest biggest names in in uh, evolutionary psychology give keynotes at our conference, and wasn't like we had to to. Uh, do anything other than invite these people. So it's it's Neeps is this this really great gym that that uh, um, tends to be it, it t- tends to work very well and tends to do some very very good things. Yeah, well, uh, cer- certainly uh, I agree with you on all of that. And uh, I guess my next question, maybe the final bit, kind of connects um, our student emphasis and the excitement regarding the conference. So the upcoming conference will be held in Boston, um, June 2nd to, f- to the 4th. And the um, hosts for this conference actually are, in this particular case, two graduate students. Um, yes. Stacy Macanova, who is a doctoral student in psychology at Florida State, and Jimmy Moran, who is at Tulane University in a doctoral psychology program. So I, I think that you, uh, you know them pretty well if I understand. And maybe you could speak a little bit about um, Jimmy in particular who had studied in, in your lab and um, what we're thinking for this upcoming conference and why people should be excited about it. Yeah, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy and Stacy are, are, are two just, just um, examples of two of the, the types of students that, that tend to be uh, involved with NEEPS. I mean, Jimmy and Stacy have always been very active um, in NEEPS in terms of presenting and, and both posters and talks. And, and uh, they're both members of the uh, student members of, well, Stacy's the secretary of the executive board. Jimmy is, is the student representative. And they stepped up to, to um, uh, take a major role in organizing the, the upcoming conference. So, and Jimmy, Jimmy was in, uh, uh, did his master's thesis with me. He was uh, one of the, the um, most productive uh, master's students I ever had. I mean, He's just a, a, a uh, wonder in terms of ideas and theorizing. And, and I just, you know, I, it was really great to have him in the lab because every day we were having discussions about, about research and topics and, and uh, um, going out and collecting data. And, and so much so that, that, you know, Jimmy's in the PhD program now down at Tulane. He's doing really well, but we're still analyzing and working on things that, that, uh, he did when he was here. So he's, he's, he's been a real Jim uh, in that sense. And I'm sure once he is, is done with his PhD, he will, he will, he will do well in the field and will probably go far. Absolutely. I mean, Stacy's just been really, I'm, I'm always floored with, with the research that Stacy presents at, 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 at NEEP, So. Absolutely. Now, um, Stacy, who by the way, has published in psychological science, which is one of the most, you know, um, respected journals worldwide in the field. Um, She started as maybe a 21 year old kid who showed up from somewhere, I believe in Georgia or somewhere in the, in the South came Mm -hmm. to our conference all by herself in 2011 at Binghamton, didn't know a soul. She just liked the idea of evolutionary psychology. She had done some research as an undergrad and she showed up with a smile and a poster and we were just amazed and impressed with her from day one. So to, to see where she is now, I think is just a, it's a great neat story. It really is. 
Um, so the uh, so the conference will be in Boston. We're intentionally we have intentionally placed it adjacent time wise to the meeting of the Human Behavior Evolution Society. Yes, um, our keynote speakers are um, top speakers and researchers in the field. Uh, maybe we could end a little bit with you speaking about the, the keynotes and some other highlights about the upcoming conference. Yeah, yeah, we have, we, thanks. We have two really great keynotes. Uh, one is our own um, Dr. Uh, Becky Birch, who, who um, um, I really look, I always look forward to hearing Becky's, Becky's presentations anyway, but, but hearing her give a keynote will be especially um, uh, appealing. So, cause Becky is, is a, a, uh, Gifted and talented researcher who who um, did a lot of her early work with with uh, Gordon Gordon Gallup and and um, she's continued to do some really interesting stuff and is this really dynamic speaker so True. great to see her give this keynote and then we have um, Bobby Lowe who who is coming to us from from um, uh, University in Michigan and and also is quite well known has done a a, a number of books on various aspects of, of evolutionary psychology. So we should, we, we have two really, two more really great keynotes. You know, we've always had this history of having really um, strong and impressive keynotes at, at, at NEAT. So, and that tradition is continuing with the two keynotes we have this year. Um, we've also uh, uh, for the conference this year, and Jimmy and Stacy, of course, played a big role in this. We we are incorporating some new things, like we have a data blitz this time, which is is uh, a new aspect of NEEPS. But the idea here is to to give people a chance to to present, talk about some of their their uh, early research uh, research interests, just sort of give a snapshot of of what they're doing, where they're going, maybe even get some some feedback that could be helpful, things like that. So that should be really uh, interesting. That's a new aspect of, of NEEPS. We also have um, some mentoring sessions planned where we have some invited uh, um, speakers from, or we have some invited uh, psych folks from, and I should say evolutionary behavior folks also from um, the Human Behavior and Evolution Society Conference who, who are going to be meeting with our graduate students and, and um, uh, talking with them. So that's, that's another example of, of sort of our, our uh, um, student-centered, student outreach aspect. So, so it, should be, it should be a really interesting conference. And the fact that we are um, happening right after uh, the Human Behavior and Evolution Society uh, uh, should be very nice too. So, cause uh, I mean, Boston has always been a good site for us. I think our largest conference ever was in Boston and uh, I would not be surprised if, if uh, we don't this time around outdo what we did last time. So, so I'm really looking forward to, to the um, uh, uh, conference this year. Well, that sounds great. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to it as well. And uh, Dr. Joel Wade, everyone, if I don't see you before then, Joel, I will see you in Boston. Thank you. Look forward to it. Yep. You got it. This has been the Neeps Casts, and thank you so much. Take care.